11 of Board Game Blitz, a proud member of the Dice Tower Network and a podcast about all things board games that you can listen to in less time than it takes to come to terms with how many board games you truly love in BGG's Top 1000. Board Game Blitz is sponsored by Gray Fox Games. This week, we're giving you our Top 10 1 in 100 games. That is, our favorite games from each 100 of the Top 1000 games on Board Game We've got a lot to get through, so here are your hosts, Ambie and Crystal. One quick announcement before we hop into the main episode, and that is that I, and possibly Ambie as well, are going to do some streaming to raise money for Extra Life. We have talked about Extra Life in the past. They are an organization that does video game and board game events to raise money for charity. Their story is actually really cool, so I recommend going to their website, which Ambie will link in the show notes. But on August 22nd and 23rd, they are doing, I think it's called Tabletop Appreciation weekend it's tabletop something weekend and so i'm gonna do a whole bunch of live streaming on our twitch channel twitch.tv slash board game blitz and i'm possibly going to have some friends doing some streaming as well some of that is a little bit nailed down but the details are not completely ironed out so i don't want to give too many details yet needless to say if you enjoy watching people play board games and do other silly things on Twitch, August 22nd and 23rd, block your calendar off because it's going to be a lot of it. And I will be raising money for Extra Life. So if you're looking to do some charitable giving to a good cause, that is coming up and I'm really excited about it. And Ambie, you said you're going to try and hop in when you can, right? Yeah, which is rare, but... Oh, it'll happen. <laughs> Probably e- evening specific time. Yes, we'll definitely get Ambie in the evenings if nothing else. <laughs> A couple of weeks ago, our friends the Brothers Murph over on YouTube published a top 10 1 in 100 games video, which is they looked through the top 1,000 games on BGG, and then in each set of 100, they picked their favorite. So they, there was a top 10, but it's like one out of each 100. Which honestly, how has no one done this before? It seems like a fun idea, and I'm shocked that no <laughs> one else has done this, or at least not that, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, I don't watch all of the top 10s in existence, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we decided to steal that idea and oh, yeah, do we're, our own we're, top we're stealing 10 it. 1 in 100 games. <laughs> I mean, to our credit or to in our benefit, though, they needed they were asked their Patreon supporters for help naming that list because they weren't quite sure how to name it. And I came up with the name that they ended up using. So I'm now re-stealing my own name back for the type of list that we're doing also. <laughs> all right. So we are skipping all of our other normal segments for this episode because we don't do top 10s that often and it's going to be hard to fit into 30 minutes. So let's hop right into it. So my favorite game from the Board Game Geek games ranked 1 to 100 is Battlestar Galactica. No one is surprised with this. (laughs) There is not a whole lot I could say about Battlestar Galactica that I have not said in the past. Needless to say, I have loved this game for near like a decade now i still love it it's great and that is why it is my favorite from the bgg top 100 my favorite from the top 100 was a little harder to pick but i went with le havre which is tom vassal's favorite game Ooh. <laughs> yeah so le havre it was published in 2008 and is designed by uwe rosenberg it's a economic city building game and i, I really like you're building up you're getting like different goods and then converting them into better goods (laughs) and you have these buildings that you buy and then other people can use them and pay you and it's really fun and you get ships so yeah 
I, I really like it. I've only played it at three players, though, which I, I think is the best player count. So I, I really like the hub. My favorite game from Board Game Geek's 101 to 200 ranked games. This was hard. This was very hard for me because the game that I ranked as my number three game of all time is in this grouping, but I'm not choosing it, which doesn't make any sense logically. So don't try to apply logic to anything I'm going to pick today, (laughs) apparently. I am choosing Time Stories. Ambie and I have discussed Time Stories, and at least I have discussed my disappointment with how the expansions played out. But I still think that as a concept and as a series of games and as an idea and as a story, like even though it ended disappointingly, the experiences I had with time stories are epic and memorable in a lot of different ways. So Mm. when I went with my heart, I guess time (laughs) stories won out over near and far. And so that is my pick. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> I know I'm surprised too I don't it I love near and far it is wonderful mm-hmm. but for whatever I think it's because time stories does something different than a lot of the other games on my list so maybe that's why all right so for my pick in the 101 to 200 category that's a lot harder to say than like my number two <laughs> I know yeah I don't really know how a better to maybe by the end of this we'll have figured out a better way to <laughs> yeah. do this but anyways, my pick was tough because a couple of my favorite games are on here. And it was between this one and Dungeon Pets. And I went with the Resistance Avalon. Even though I think in my latest top 100, Dungeon Pets was above this. But <laughs> I don't know. My, Again, my game this, this, tastes change. <laughs> doing the list this way makes you make interesting decisions, which I think is why mm-hmm. I wanted to do this. Yeah. But yeah, the Resistance Avalon is a social deduction game that I played a lot when I was first getting into the hobby and I really, really like it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I haven't played it recently, but there's like a recent Kickstarter where they have it, um, have an updated version of it. So I was thinking about it again and how much I really love <laughs> the Resistance and the Resistance Avalon. So I think that's probably why it won out over Dungeon Pets. But yeah, I, I really like the deduction part of this game because like no one dies and you, you have some information and the Merlin part is good because Merlin knows who all the bad guys are and the bad guys have to figure out who Merlin is. So the bad guys have something to think about. They don't have all the information, which in a lot of social deduction games, the bad guys know who who everyone is. So it's not as fun to be a bad guy, but I love the Resistance Avalon. If there is an online implementation of this, whether legitimate or not, I'm not certain uh, either way, I would love to play this with you. Like if we could get a group of people together, I think this would be a fun one to play online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it needs, well, I like playing with like six or seven. So we need some more people. Who knows? Maybe we could do a late night uh, stream of this during the mm-hmm. Extra Life weekend. Maybe. I'll, I'll have to look and see if that's even possible. <laughs> All right, my pick for the Board Game Geek games ranked 201 to 300 is King Domino. The more time that passes, the more I fall in love with this tile-laying game. I also own Queen Domino, and I never play it and never will again, probably. Honestly, I love the simplicity of King Domino. I still enjoy it every single time I play it. I just... There's something about it that scratches my brain in the right way. And I just love it. It's great. So that is why I chose King Domino for this pick. In 201 to 300, there were so many good games. 
<laughs> oh yeah, you had a lot to choose from in this yeah, group. There were a couple in my top ten, and then there were a couple of splatters that I've only played once, but I really like. But I, I went to with Space Alert, which is my number one game right now. <laughs> it's a real-time cooperative game, which you should know I love right now. That's you like do love my those. favorite type. Yeah, but it's really complicated. But so your group needs to really know how to play. But once you know how to play, it's like really fun trying to program your movement in the time limit and then like see what happens and when you do win and everything ends up what you were planning then it's really really cool so space alert is my favorite out of the 201 to 300 range my pick for the games ranked 301 to 400 was a little bit tough for me i ended up going with stockpile which is a simple stock market game of insider trading. When I first heard about it, I thought it was going to be boring. It was a play to win game at a small convention in St. George, Utah. And we honestly just pulled it off the shelf because it was in the play to wins. And I'm so glad I did because I've loved this game ever since I played it back in, I think 2015. I was really close to picking Mansions of Madness for this grouping. I love Mansions of Madness too. But again, I went with Stockpile, I think because it's different than the other picks on my list. So... If you are a person like me who does not necessarily always enjoy games with stocks and trading and things like that, Stockpile is super fun and I highly recommend it to anybody. And it's pretty easy to learn, honestly. Um, this category also had a lot of games that I like. <laughs> I think I think most I think of them had like a lot, a lot of, of games, games that I like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but then some of them I've only played once, so I didn't feel comfortable like knowing if I liked them more. So I ended up going with Monikers, which which I've talked about before. It's a party game like Time's Up. And it's just like always really fun. You get like inside jokes by the time you're done with it just because of how you've been acting things out. Yeah, um, Monikers yeah. create some of the funniest moments. Like it's just... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was tempted to go with Hanabi, but I haven't played that in a long time and I got kind of tired of it after playing... I think I've played like 120-something times. but That is a lot of Hanabi. Yeah. So, like right now, I think I would rather play Monikers than Hanabi. If I had a group to play it with, you need a lot of people. My pick for the games ranked 401 to 500 was pretty easy. It's one of my favorite games of all time. It is one that people do not talk about enough, and it makes me sad, and that is runebound third edition technically runebound second edition also shows up in the board game geek top thousand but i did not put both of the games on the list even though i do love both second and third edition i just went with third edition here i won't lie i was hoping in fantasy flights in flight report that they did before gen con online that they would say anything about runebound at all uh they don't usually obviously but um it is a game that i still love and it is just you're going on an adventure and it feels like you're going on an adventure. And so that's why I love it. I will say though, that I am curious to see whether return to dark tower from restoration games replaces this for me. I do love runebound, but having played the prototype of return to dark tower, I could see runebound somewhat getting replaced in my own mind by return to dark tower. So we'll see where that goes, but runebound is my pick for 401 to 500. My pick for 401 to 500 was Vinos, and this is the original edition, not the deluxe edition. I think the deluxe edition is in like 101 to 200, but I haven't played that one, so <laughs> I don't know if I like that one. But yeah, I've, I've actually only played Vinos 
once, but I really liked it and I want to play it again. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this one was a weaker cat, uh, weaker group of a hundred for me, but yeah, I, I like Vino's. It's a economic thematic game <laughs> by <laughs> Vital Lacerda. thematic game. That's well, a very, it's, yeah. It's by Vital Lacerda. He makes like heavy Euro games that are also very thematic and it's about uh, making wine. So you like go around and get stuff, wait, make wine and like there's, there's an action, a, a three by three grid of actions and you move your worker around to do the actions. And like, I think if someone moves onto your space, they have to pay you, which is interesting. So yeah, I, I want to play it more. And it's a really neat theme, and I like it. So that's Vinos. I happen to have found out that a lot of the games that I love are dispersed throughout the Board Game <laughs> Geek Top 1000 by doing this process. Yep. And it's really hard for me to, when I look at the 501 to 600 ranked games, to not choose Star Trek Ascendancy. Uh, I will admit, Ascendancy has fallen for me over the past couple of years, but I still love it. It's still the best Star Trek board game as far as I am concerned, and I have a blast with it every single time I play it. If you are a Star Trek fan and a board game fan and you want a big epic Star Trek adventure in a board game, this is the one. I There, there are other games that do things well, but for me, even if this one has its issues, it's still the one that feels the most like Star Trek, and I I love it. I do not own all of the expansions. I stopped buying them at a certain point because I was not playing it frequently enough, although I will admit when I see them on sale occasionally, I'm very tempted to click the button, but we'll see if that ever happens. But yeah, Star Trek Ascendancy is my pick for 501 to 600. For my pick for 501 to 600, I had to go with The Mind, which is a cooperative card game where you're trying to play cards in order, but you can't tell other people what cards you have, and it's all real-time. So it's a real-time cooperative game. <laughs> but yeah, this one I've, I've played 109 times, <laughs> and so I really like playing it. We, we play it with different groups. I play it with Toby a lot, and we play it with our friends. So it, it's like really easy to learn, and we've taught it to a bunch of different people, and almost everyone has really enjoyed it when we play it with them. So it's like a really easy to get played game and it just go fits in every every situation so that's why the mind is one of my favorite games my pick for the games ranked 601 to 700 is also a game that's pretty highly ranked in my top games of all time and that is pursuit of happiness mm. the pursuit of happiness is essentially a worker placement game but it is it's like the gamer's version of the game of life like you're taking on jobs and relationships and hobbies. And with some of the expansions, you have like community events that are going on and experiences. There's, they've added in a lot of content over the years to this game and it just makes it more and more exciting. And I really enjoy, we, you don't like role play your character, but I enjoy kind of seeing the progression of my like person's life. Like, oh, you know, first they were a baker who does marathons on the side and now there's something else completely throughout the course of the game. And it's neat because it kind of shows you that progression of how people change change as they grow and at the end of the game you die which is weirdly appropriate and also a little sad but that is how the end of the game gets triggered is once everyone is dead i also had a tough time with this group specifically um because there is another game in this group that i really really love and that is 
Sprawlopolis. Uh, Sprawlopolis mm-hmm. is from Button Shy Games, and it is the coolest 18-card cooperative game that you are likely to find anywhere. I love it so much, but Pursuit of Happiness really has my heart here, and so that is why mm-hmm. it was my pick for 601 to 700. Yeah, I saw Pursuit of Happiness when I was scrolling. There's a lot of good games in this category, too. Yeah, like, this this group for like just randomly has yeah. like especially the good so a couple of good party games in here too like mm-hmm. it's a tough tough grouping. Yeah. So but like one of my favorite games also appeared on this group and knocked out <laughs> all the other ones. So my pick is Tragedy Looper, which I've mentioned a lot as one of my favorite games. It's a deduction game, one versus many and it's very thinky. You need the right group to play it because it's all pure deduction and you're thinking the whole time. But it's time travel themed. You're like trying to solve and prevent bad things from happening by going back in time and doing the same thing. And like you do different actions on, you play different actions on the characters to make things happen and then figure out what you need to do to prevent the things from happening. And then the one player is actively preventing you from doing that. So yeah, it, it's really fun. Really brain burning, um, but I, I really enjoy Tragedy Looper, and that's why it knocked out all the other games in this category for me. <laughs> My pick for the games ranked 701 to 800 was surprisingly easy. This group for me contains a lot of games that I like, but not a lot of games that I love. So lots of games that I'm happy to play just about any time, but not games that I'm like itching to play compelled to play Mm -hmm. the one that i keep coming back to is ink and gold or as it is more officially known on board game geek diamant diamant i don't know how it is pronounced what's funny i don't actually own this game Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i have played it so many times there are people in my group that own it and i've played it on board game arena a lot Mm -hmm. it's a great little push your luck game rules are very simple it's pretty quick to play it's one of those games where like a lot of good push your luck games even if you are way 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 behind you sometimes have that chance of coming back from nothing and winning the whole thing and i kind of like those moments even if they are few and far between so yeah that's why uh ink and gold is my pick for 701 to 800 and it's right at the top it's 701 on the dot so (laughs) inevitably it'll move before we release the episode and someone will come back and tell me i got this wrong (laughs) (laughs) my pick for this category was kitchen rush which is another real-time cooperative game. <laughs> it's it's about you're you're in a restaurant p- fulfilling orders for people, so you're gathering ingredients, making food, and giving them to customers. So it's very hectic, and you have these these timers, like actual hourglass timers that you flip over to be your workers for for the worker placement part. So I really like that. I haven't played like its successor, Rush MD, which I've heard is better, but I really want to play it <laughs> at some point. But yeah, so for now, I still really like Kitchen Rush. All right, my pick for the games ranked 801 to 900 is a game that now came out seven years ago. And that seems, uh, I can't believe that it was that long ago. It doesn't feel like it. And I feel like it's a game that does not get talked about enough anymore. And that is Steam Park. Steam Park is a game where you are constructing an amusement park for robots. And at, when when the TV show Westworld came out, I had I think I talked about like I should retheme Steam Park to be Westworld themed because it's <laughs> robots and a theme park, and I never ended up doing that. But 
This game is really neat. It does it does have a real-time aspect where you're rolling dice quickly to all allocate what actions you're going to take during the round. And then there's a spatial aspect of placing the things into your park. I really enjoy it quite a bit, and I think it does not get talked about enough anymore. But it is definitely still in my collection. So that is why Steam Park was my choice for 801 to 900. My choice for 801 to 900 was Witness, which is a cooperative deduction whispering game <laughs> um, there are a guess, lot of those i would say <laughs> i guess memory game because so like every person has some part of information of this case that you're trying to solve and then you whisper it to the person next to you but you're only whispering in one direction so the person like if you're only whispering to your right the person to your left only gets that information through a game of telephone because the person to your right whispers to the person to their right and then like it continues there's four players total so they they you might not get all of the information and then you have to answer these questions about the case so there's some deduction too and it's really fun because i like logic puzzles it's basically logic puzzles mixed with the whispering part (laughs) but it needs exactly four players so it's hard to get it played so that's witness i guess so witness is like one of the few games that i've heard about now that you definitely cannot play over the internet there would be no way. Yeah. That's a game that's probably not getting played anytime soon, I would imagine. <laughs> like, you don't want to be whispering in people's ears right now. I guess, ooh, actually, if you were playing while wearing masks, I wonder if it would, like, make it better or worse. Well, if, right. if you have a family of four that's old oh, enough that's true. to play it. Yeah, yeah. If you are then, already quarantined yeah. with enough people to play Witness, then you could do that. Yeah. I've still never played it and am curious, even though the idea of people whispering in my ear kind of weirds me out a little bit. (laughs) All right, my final pick, which is for the games ranked 901 to 1000. It was funny, I was scrolling through the list and I was like, oh, easy pick. And I put the game down that I was going to say, and I am going to say it. But then I saw Letter Jam and I had a moment of visceral, like, oh no, because I love <laughs> Letter Jam so much. I have to shout out Letter Jam here because it's just so amazing, but but it could not take over Legacy of Dragonhold. Legacy of Dragonhold, man, I just, generic fantasy worlds typically do not interest me that much but for whatever reason the world of Terranoth which is where both Runebound and Legacy of Dragonhold are set I just me and Terranoth we get along I like it a lot and Legacy (laughs) of Dragonhold did something unique that no other game has duplicated exactly yet although I have heard that some newer games like Roleplayer Adventures are doing similar things so I'm kind of interested to find out that but honestly Legacy of Dragonhold I've it's one of the only games that I've played solo and would prefer to play it that way and will play it again and I just adore it it's a great story it's well written uh Nikki Valens did amazing work on it and Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to see more from Nikki in the future especially if it is like Legacy of Dragonhold so that is why it is my pick for 901 to 1000 yeah similarly to you I I saw my pick and I wasn't expecting there to be that much of a choice here <laughs> but then I was scrolled through I also saw Letter to Jam and Legacy of Dragon Hole I'm like oh those are good too <laughs> but <laughs> but I went with 1889 History of Shikoku Railways um because that's one of the I think it's my most played 18xx game now but yeah it, it's one of my favorite 18xx games and it's one that we use a lot to 
introduce new people and we played it a lot and like it can be different each time we play too which is really neat depending on how we play and how aggressive we are so i i really enjoy playing 1899 so that's why (laughs) that made my list Uh, plus i have to get an 18xx game on the list right i honestly (laughs) so how many 18xx games are in the top thousand uh i saw i think like three or four maybe i mean sure. that's 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 cool because 1830 and 1846 were there i think um i don't like 1846 and 1830 i was up further up and i had I, I don't remember which which part it was in maybe like the space alert part or something i don't know but no i'm glad to see a bunch of them up there not because i think people dislike those games but because i think you know fewer people it, in general yeah, have played people, them yeah. and so i'm glad to see that you know those types of games are showing up in the top thousand. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess more people are playing them now that Toby has launched his website and you all <laughs> are allowing people to play 18xx games online more easily now. Yeah, I wonder what 18 Chesapeake is at. Okay, 18 Chesapeake is at 1909 rank, but maybe it'll increase. <laughs> all right. Well, in theory, if people enjoyed this list, we could do the next thousand (laughs) that one might be harder i i honestly think that might end up being more interesting because obviously a lot of our favorite games ended up in this list and i think that would be less common so if uh you all want to hear us do games 1000 to 2000 let us know whether that is in an episode or maybe we could do a youtube video or a twitch stream who knows we could do whatever you want but uh, i want to hear from you all and if you have any other ideas for topics for the show shout them at us i will admit during the pandemic i my brain has been worse at coming up with ideas so we'll take whatever we can get from you all but before we sign off today we have a very special guest who has been with us this entire episode just patiently and kindly sitting by (laughs) and listening to us blabber on and on he is one of our patreon supporters and we love him his name is matt hello matt hello how are you doing i'm doing great thanks for having me so what do you think of this as a topic of discussion? Like this top thousandth one for each hundred thing. Do you like, why Why haven't more people done this? Is it interesting? Or maybe you could just be like, no, this was not that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's definitely interesting. I was kind of poking through the list as as you guys went through it to try to sort of put together my own. And it Ooh, was interesting to, to hear. Yeah. Well, it was, it was interesting to see how many of like, just a regular top 10 get dropped out within the first 200. Like right. By the time you get to 800 through a thousand, it's at least for me, it was slim pickings. <laughs> Were there any games that jumped out at you as like kind of surprising? Like, Oh, like, yeah, this is up here and I love it. Yeah. Six nymphs is a game that I only got into playing it since the pandemic, just playing it online. But On I, board I game like arena, it. right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I honestly, I saw Six Nymph when I was scrolling through, and I love that game, especially playing it online, too. Any other games that you, you noted as some of your faves? Yeah, um, as I went through, I mean, I definitely had a, I guess, a designer preference, because I pulled out three uh, Reiner Knizia games. I mean, I guess when oh, you nice. make, I guess when you make like 700 of them, they're, they're <laughs> bound to be there. Yeah. But I had, what is it, Modern Art, Modern High Art. Society, and Colossal Arena. Oh, I've never played Colossal Arena. Me neither. Yeah, it's a nice, light betting game. 
Okay. I mean, that's not surprising considering it's Knizia. (laughs) (laughs) But I do, I really, I've only played Modern Art once, just a few months ago, right before the pandemic. But I love High Society. All right. Well, Matt, thank you so much for joining us for our recording session today. I am looking forward to having you join us again in the future. Uh, And if you out there... Uh, want to be cool like Matt and hang out with us while we record an episode and listen to all of our bloopers in real time, uh, head over to patreon.com slash boardgameblitz and check it out. And that's it for this week's Board Game Blitz. Visit our website, boardgameblitz.com, for video and blog content, as well as to get links to all our social media pages. This episode was sponsored by Gray Fox Games. For the month of August, you can get 20% off your order of all non-exclusive items sold at grayfoxgames.com by entering the promo code AUGUSTBLITZ at checkout. Arcano Rising, a drafting and engine building game of moons and magic, is on Kickstarter through August 28th. Back it today to get exclusive component upgrades. Gray Fox Games, quality games cleverly crafted. Support our show and get cool perks for as little as $1 a month by visiting patreon.com slash boardgameblitz. As a patron, you'll get access to pre-edit recordings and our private Slack channel, where you can chat with us and other Blitzkeeters every day. Our theme song was composed by Andrew Morrow. Technical support provided by Toby Mao. Board Game Blitz is part of the Dice Tower Network. Until next time... We're going through them all, ranking one of each. You got to hear the final top ten. We should play them when we meet. Bye, everyone. Bye.